Income Tax Podcast with Mike Grinning. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Creative Chats. It's the podcast for artist makers and content creators where we talk about creativity, the creative process, and story. I'm your host, Mike Brennan. You can connect with me over on Instagram. I'm at Mike Bone. And you can check out my work on my website, which is mikebrennan.me. I'd also love to have you be part of our free online Facebook group called Daily Creative Habit. If you would like to show up more consistently for your creativity and craft and be in a community of people all rowing in the same direction, then I want to extend this invitation to you right now. Go to dailycreativehabit.com, request to join the group, and I look forward to seeing you there. Hey friends, so for this episode of Creative Chats, I'm taking you on a walk with me. I'm calling an audible. I'm giving you something that's very real time in something that I was dealing with today. And that is, you know, I've gotten a little bit behind on some of my podcast episodes and was feeling the pressure. I did not want to release an episode and also didn't want to just put something out for the sake of having it out there and really wasn't sure what I should do uh, for this episode. And I was talking with a fellow entrepreneur friend and, you know, I realized that um, today I was feeling the pinch and the pressure of feeling like I had to get everything done in one day. And as someone who works for myself, and I realize that not all of you fall in that category, but I realized that this was a pressure that I was creating for myself. And I think sometimes as creative people, we do this a lot. We set expectations for ourselves um, for certain things that we want to get accomplished, um, certain time frames. And, you know, we tend to want to push the envelope. We want to get as much done as possible. And sometimes we sacrifice margin, space. And that's what I want to talk about right now is just not creating one more thing for your do list. Creating space. Now I know that I have certain privileges um, with the way that my business and lifestyle is set up right now. Because had I heard this probably 15, even 20 years ago, I would have responded internally, of course, <laughs> with a, well, it must be nice. It must be nice to be able to take time like that. It must be nice to be able to, in the midst of a day, a beautiful day out, just decide that you're going to go for a walk. Must be nice. I mean, I've got a crammed schedule. I've got a packed to-do list. I've got a lot of responsibilities. I've got people depending on me. And the list can go on and on. And these are all things that I have thought at one point in my life. And you live enough life and you realize that those things get in the way of you dealing with something that you really need to deal with, which is rest, which is 
creating margin and space. Because nowhere in amongst the frenetic activity is there space to play, space to rest, to explore, to experiment. And it's one thing to verbally say that we champion those things. It's quite another to have that reflected in how we spend our time, where we focus our attention. Creating space, while it seems like it's a luxury, is actually a necessity. I know this as a graphic designer, and if you have ever tried to consume content that does not have proper margins, doesn't have proper space, you know what that feels like. It feels like you're being assaulted, right? Like on a page, if there's printed words and images. If there's no margins in place. If there's no white space, so to speak. It can feel like information overwhelm. It can feel like too much in one space. And for many of us creative people, we have fallen victim to that. There's too much going on in the space that we have. And we can understand this when it comes to perhaps the things that we create, the things that we like to consume, how we like to consume them. But it's very difficult to actually create this space in our lives because it doesn't seem like it's productive. It doesn't seem like it's valuable because it's not productive. But it's in the space, in the margins. We can actually have some of our best ideas. I mean, did you ever think about the fact that so many times when you're in the shower, you get these great ideas? Why is that? It's because you've allowed your brain to just wander. You're kind of going about your mechanical business, as it were, <laughs> and your brain is freed up to actually wander and perhaps think about some things that you have not allowed it space to in the course of a normal day. Sometimes, if we ignore this need for space and margin, life has a way of bringing it front and center. When I was out in California a few months ago, I decided that I was going to visit this monastery in Big Sur, California. It was a friend of mine who had told me he had been there and he was thinking about me and just thinking about just where I am in life right now with some changes, some decisions, some needing some space to process. And he said, this would be an amazing place for you. It's a monastery and a silent retreat 
for 48 hours. There's no talking. There's no cell signal. There's no notifications. There's nothing but just silence. And I'll be honest, at first I was kind of like, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I want to do that. Going to a monastery, that seems a little odd. But I decided that I was going to do it. And I have to tell you that I was so glad that I took him at his recommendation to go to this place. And sure enough, it was up on a mountain. And if you've ever been to Big Sur or know anything about Big Sur, other than it being uh, an Apple operating system name, <laughs> uh, it is beautiful, breathtaking. And coming all the way from New Jersey, landing in LA, driving for a good five and a half hours, and finally arriving at that destination, it was indeed space. And my goal, my only goal, was just to unplug, was to listen, was to try to be still, to quiet some of those nagging questions and voices and concerns and demands and even the self-imposed ones of the things I want to create, the things I want to build, how I want to make a difference and show up. I needed some time just to sit on a bench. And when I got there, the next morning I got up and looked around and just marveled at what I was seeing in nature. It kind of resizes you sometimes. It causes you to remember your place in things and that there's a natural order to things, even if what's going on in your life is a little chaotic. And as I sat there, I was thinking to myself, okay, what are the things I need to do? Immediately <laughs> went to a do list, even in a beautiful place like that. And so I did all the things, right? I did journaling. I sat and poured things out and wrote and wrote, observed and went for walks took some pictures, a lot of pictures. And again, I couldn't share this with anyone because I wasn't talking with anyone who was there and I couldn't send a snapshot to anybody because there was no signal. And so after the first day, the second day, I started asking myself, well, now what? I feel like I did all the things I was supposed to do. I journaled, I walked, I prayed, I listened. And I sat there on a bench and honestly, the thought just came to me of, now you just be. Like there's nothing else to do. You've done all the things. Now just be, be still. And it was a very difficult thing for me to do. Not just because I'm from the Northeast and the pace of life is crazy here. But just because of all the external and internal demands, the desires, some of them good, some of them bad, the things that you want to accomplish, 
productivity, perfectionism, all the things that rise up. And in that moment, I'm sitting there on the bench and I'm like, I have nothing to do. I have no one to meet with, no one to talk to, nothing to create. Just sit still. And as I sat there on this bench, I started to notice a gentle wind. I started to notice birds chirping in the trees next to me. I started to notice what the sun felt like on my skin. I started to be fully present in that moment. I wasn't thinking about things from the past. And I certainly wasn't thinking about things for the future, things that I wanted to do, create. I simply just let myself be there in that moment. And I know this may sound a little bit, uh, depending upon how you live your life, your beliefs and your sensitivity to certain things, uh, it may sound a little woo-woo, if you will, uh, a little, you know, kind of like zen-like. Um, and, you know, if you've listened to me for any period of time, you know that I believe in God and um, I value time to pray, to process. And this moment was a gift to learn to just be still. Now, I wish I could say I came home and just stayed in that state. And it's not like people said, hey, Mike went to California and now he's come back and he's all like, dude, just chill. Um, <laughs> there wasn't any of that. Or at least maybe there was a little bit of that in the beginning, but because um, I had literally been to the mountain. But, you know, when you come back into usual life, things happen. Demands, pressures, do lists. And again, those even internal things that make you want to strive, that make you want to accomplish. There's always a next thing. There's always a new project. There's always something else to create, to build, to launch, to learn, another way to grow, someone else to partner with or to collaborate with. And that's a good thing that's built into us as creative people to want to keep creating new things, to not just simply create something and rest and go, that's it, I created this and no more. It's what makes us grow as creative people, to try different things, to break some things and figure out what we wanna keep, what can we learn. But in that process, we can simply lose the value and the importance of learning to be still. And that moment, sitting on that bench, on the side of a mountain in Big Sur, California, was a gift, and I know that. And it marked me. Today, in the midst of some craziness, and some of it, honestly, most of it probably, was self-imposed, self-imposed demands. And sure, there are some deadlines and some projects and things that I need to do. But even in amongst all that stuff, there was a pressure that I was putting on myself. 
And for one of the things, it was this podcast. I didn't want to let a week go by where I didn't release a podcast. I didn't felt like I have, you know, I didn't feel like I had time to sit down and come up with a whole new episode and then edit it and publish it, do all the things and still do all the other things that I need to get accomplished today. And in talking with my friend, I realized I can make a choice. I can choose to be still, to create some space. Now granted, I'm still recording this podcast while I'm walking outside and normally on some of these walks, it's my time to just decompress, to create some real space. But I wanted to take you along today because I wanted to just share in real time these things that I've been processing and these things that continue to challenge me. And I know I'm not alone in these things because as I talk to fellow creative people, there are similar experiences that come about. So what do we do? Well, I think we practice more self-awareness. And in order to practice self-awareness, we need the space and we need to be intentional about doing so. No one's gonna force you to ask the questions of yourself of how are you doing? Like, how are you really doing? Are you tired? Have you been spinning plates for far too long? Are you in a rut creatively? Where are the places where you need some space, some margin? Maybe you need to lower the bar of expectation, maybe just for a little bit, which I know is hard for those who struggle with perfectionism. But one of the things I learned early on in coming back to my art, when I was away for it for 10 years, I've told the story many times, I wanted to come back and was thinking to myself, I don't know if I can. And the next thoughts were of what I was at one time able to accomplish. And it was difficult for me to not compare myself at that moment with who I was in the past and what I was able to accomplish. The skill level, the talent level, the capacity. And sometimes it means just giving yourself some grace in the midst of that and realizing that you need to just allow yourself to be who you are in this moment. Not compare yourself to anyone else, but also not to compare yourself to maybe someone who you used to be, to a certain level of work that you used to be able to perform or create. It's just like when you get injured, you need time to heal. No one expects somebody who's injured to perform as normal. They know that the body needs time to heal. Well, in the same way, so often, we need that for our creative spirit. Sometimes our creativity gets bruised, gets broken 
gets wounded. And whether it was self-inflicted or inflicted by those around us, we're in a place where we simply can't show up the way that we used to. We simply can't do maybe the quality of work that we used to do. And we have a choice to make. Are we going to go ahead and let people tell us what it is that we can and can't do, even ourselves? Or are we going to lean into that process and realize this is a moment where I need to embrace where I'm at while still moving towards where it is that I want to be. And even if that where you want to be is trying to recapture your abilities from the past, your capacity from the past. You can't do those things without margin, without space, without calling a timeout. And it doesn't feel like something that is urgent until one day it does become urgent because your core being is affected. There's sadness around you not being able to show up how you need to and want to show up. Or there's intense frustration and struggle, a dissatisfaction even if you're making a living off of your creativity in some capacity, there can still be misalignment. And all those things that we carry around with us don't have a place to be unpacked if we don't create space. So I wanna encourage you, push past the objections that say, I don't have time. I don't have the ability. I have too many expectations, whether it's from myself or others. I have too many people that are depending on me, too many responsibilities. Because the truth of it is, unless we learn to make it part of our rhythms, we won't last. We don't want to learn that the hard way. And I've certainly had my seasons and days, and still do every so often, where I forget. Today was a day where it took someone else to hold the mirror to me, for me to remember and then choose to say yes. I'm going to embrace margin. I'm going to embrace space. I'm going to breathe. I'm gonna unpack some things and not carry some things that I've been carrying maybe for a little bit. So right now, choose, make a decision and move towards creating space margin, whatever that looks like in your world. If you work through lunch, usually, 
and you just think to yourself, I just have to be as productive as possible. I have to just get every ounce of this day done so that at the end of it, I can know that I've done everything possibly. Maybe you need to take a lunch hour and say, I'm not gonna work during this lunch hour. I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm going to go somewhere where there can be space. Maybe it's just, I'm gonna shut my phone off, turn my notifications off. Maybe I'm gonna go someplace that's going to feed me creatively to a museum, to a park. Maybe it's having lunch with a friend and being fully present, engrossed in conversation. I don't know what it looks like for you, but take the time to figure out what that is and know that you're not alone. We all need that space. We all need that margin. And imagine the things that we could do if we allowed ourselves that space, that place. Allowed ourselves to have that place of rest where ideas can come and inspiration can come. Not because we're pushing at something, but because we're allowing it to enter into the space that we've created. So maybe your first step is simply making a choice that you wanna to move towards it. And the second thing is identifying a time block. Look at your calendar. What can you honestly cut out or say no to? Decline. What's the worst that can happen? So, so often we, we inflate our own self-importance on something. But if we didn't show up for something, we bowed out of something, said no, had to reschedule. Just for today, it might be the best thing that we can create. I always end these episodes by saying, go create something. And I mean that. And today, I hope that something is margin and space. Thanks for listening today. I'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, leave a rating and a review. It really helps this podcast be seen and heard by others. 